Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to the Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast fun hit of sport for Thursday, the 16th of November. Today, how will the Aussies line up for their ODI semi final against South Africa tonight? The AFL leaves its fans scratching their heads with an opening round. And the Socceroos out to pay tribute to their milestone man Arnie in their World Cup qualification opener tonight. But first, they say there are no such things as fairy tales in sport, but Virat Kohli might just be living one. He's charging for the second. He will get the second. Number 50 arrives for Virat Kohli. And he stands alone aloft on that summit. Nobody else there. And that feeling of achievement will be tinged with a little bit of humility in the fact that he's gone past someone that he absolutely adored. But what a career this is. 50 one-day hundreds. 50. Just let that sink in a little bit. Say it gently. 50 one-day international hundreds. Last night in their ODI World Cup semi-final against New Zealand, Indian superstar cricketer Virat Kohli scored a record-breaking 50th ODI century in the process, going one clear of his countryman, his idol and cricketing god, Sachin Tendulkar. Kohli's innings was the backbone of India's mammoth total of 397, which left New Zealand facing an uphill climb to make the ODI final. We've got a long way to go. But New Zealanders' best-performed batsman of the tournament did provide some hope for the Black Caps. And Mitchell will turn it into the onside and gather a comfortable run and bring up a quite sensational hundred. Daryl Mitchell has mixed power and precision to reach triple figures of just 85 balls. Mitchell was ultimately a lone hand for New Zealand who fell 70 runs shy of India's total. And you would think Coley would be a walk-up start for man of the match after his effort with the bat. But you'd be wrong. Williamson goes big. Has he gone big enough? Maybe not. No, he hasn't. Shami has done it again. He's got the breakthrough. Indian paceman Mohammed Shami delivered one of the greatest spells with the rock seen in an ODI World Cup, taking seven wickets to send his country into the final and leave the home fans dreaming of a World Cup victory on home soil. While India sit on their warm seat of victory tonight, Australia will fight for their right to tackle the host nation in the final. But their opponents have already shown World Cup winning form in 2023. Sure, it was in a different sport, but the point is, as a country, South Africa are in winning form. And tonight in Kolkata, they stand between the Aussies and the ODI World Cup final. But before they tackle South Africa, the Aussies have a big decision to make. Marcus or Manus? Pat, have you settled on an 11 yet? And if not, are you leaning one way towards the extra all-rounder or better? Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll announce that at the toss tomorrow. So we're, we're pretty sure, um, but... Yeah, we'll, we'll let everyone know it's The selection decision captain Pat Cummings is remaining so cagey about is whether or not Australia will opt for the batting prowess of Manus Labuschagne at number five, or if they think that big-hitting all-rounder Marcus Stoinis is worth the risk. It's a very big decision. It is. Labuschagne's ability on a turning wicket could prove invaluable in tonight's semi-final against the Proteas, but, and this is a big but, there is a tropical cyclone building off the coast of India, which could possibly, maybe, potentially impact tonight's final, making it a reduced overs affair, which would favour Stornis's big hitting style. But can the Aussies really gamble on the weather? Whichever way Andrew McDonald and the Aussies decide to go at the selection table, he's hoping we're facing a similar selection dilemma for the final against India. 
anyone out there is interested in the guaranteed way to piss off six and a half million Victorians, I think we've found it. Andrew Dillon has scrapped the traditional Blues-Tigers season opener, instead opting for four games interstate. It does mean that footy fans in Victoria will need to wait a little longer to get their footy fixed. Yep, the AFL have announced that the 2024 season will begin with a four-game bang outside of Victoria. The Swans and the Demons will play the first official game of the season at the SCG in Sydney on Thursday, March 7th, followed by the Lions taking on Carlton at the Gabba in Brisbane on the Friday night before the Damien Harwick Derby between Gold Coast and Richmond on the Glitter Strip Saturday Arvo and finally the Giants hosting reigning Premiers Collingwood in Sydney Saturday evening. Everything's different! Fans of those Victorian teams due to play interstate are understandably furious with the decision that sees them forced to travel for the first round of the season, with many asking one simple question. But why? The AFL is breaking with tradition, swooping on the NRL's decision to host some of its opening round games in Las Vegas. The AFL wants to grab the market in New South Wales and Queensland in March. It does mean it's a historic round in more ways than one. The earliest the AFL season will ever go back in history. AFL CEO Andrew Dillon believes the opportunity is there for his code to gain ground on rugby league in their own backyard, with the NRL opening its season with a doubleheader in Las Vegas in 2024. And Dylan is hopeful the games coinciding with a Victorian long weekend will see fans from Melbourne travel to support their team. And sure, maybe some folks will jump on a plane to see their team play interstate. And you might convert a few fence-sitting fans. But I'll tell you one thing, you've definitely pissed off those diehard Collingwood supporters who are hopeful of seeing the reigning premiers open their premiership defence at the MCG to start the season. And you've 100% infuriated Richmond and Carlton supporters who've grown accustomed to seeing their teams play the season opener on a Thursday night at the MCG since 2008. I don't like change! But rest assured, Vic Footy fans, you'll still be getting round one action in your home state because those four games aren't round one. Nope, they're part of the opening round. That's stupid. I know, and confusing. The first four games are part of what's been called opening round for the AFL, while the remaining ten teams will all play in round one of the season the following weekend. If we're honest with ourselves, we've all had our hearts stolen by the Matildas over the last 12 months. 21-year-old Courtney Vine at her first World Cup can write the Matildas into history. Cue the party! My God, what a moment. Their run to the FIFA Women's World Cup semi-final had us all gaga for the girls in green and gold, and rightfully so. But tonight, the boys are out to turn our heads back in their direction. Matthew After becoming just the second Aussie side to make it past the group stage at the 2022 World Cup Finals, Graham Arnold and his Socceroos tonight begin their campaign to qualify for a sixth consecutive World Cup Finals. Six times in a row. The 2026 Cup is being hosted jointly by USA and Canada and tonight Australia take their first steps to qualification against Bangladesh before a matchup against Palestine in Kuwait in five days' time. But tonight... It's not just about qualification. You know, it was a real telling moment in time of that 12 months of, you know, after I finished that Asian Cup, it was like, oh, do I really want to be a coach? Graham Arnold tonight will take the record for the most A internationals managed as Socceroos coach, going past a man he served as an assistant, Frank Farina. And in more good news for Graham, the number of teams that will qualify for the 2026 World Cup has expanded from the usual 32 to an eye-watering 48 nations, meaning... Arnie would have to cock things up really badly to miss getting to the finals in 2026. 
And that is your fast one here to score for today. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow for your weekending edition of The Scorecard. Listener.